Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. Lainey spent her first years of adulthood touring the country as a backup dancer and choreographer for Christian music artists Britt Nicole and Mandiza. This career birthed a desire to share Jesus in a new way, and Lainey, with help from a community of musicians in Nashville, began writing and recording songs of worship. She now lives near Dallas, Texas with her husband Clayton and daughter Ronnie Grace. Find more of her creative work at LaineyRenee.com or follow HeyLaineyRenee on Instagram. Lainey, welcome to Wild Confidence. How are you today? I'm so good. Happy to be on here with you. <laughs> good. We were just talking about Louisiana, Texas, how awesome Texas is, yada, yada, yada. So we are, um, if you're from Louisiana or Texas, represent. <laughs> you have so much going on. You have a, a devotional called Speak Your Name, merch. You are um, multi-talented, like literally, I don't even know how you do it all. And you're a new mom. So like, what is your, what is a day in your life right now? Like, how do you juggle it all? (laughs) Um, Well, I have help. I get help. I think being a mom has taught me many things, but I think the first one, well, one of the first ones would be get help. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. And it's not a shame to let other people help you. I think at first I was like, I got this on my own. Let me do it. I'll get it done. And then you crash and you realize, you know what? I really do need help. Um, And so I think let people help you. A day in the life really right now looks like being with my girl, taking care of her and anything else comes second to her. So um job ministry all those things are things that I'm passionate about but obviously like she comes first and family comes first and so I think I'm learning how to do that I haven't perfectly figured it all out yet um I think it's a day-to-day learning process but um I think just letting letting Jesus help me get it all done has been the biggest thing <laughs> every day I'm like God yes. okay here's our here's the list of things we gotta do and how are you gonna get it done because <laughs> trying and actually today I woke up and I was like I don't know how this is gonna work like she wouldn't stop crying and I was like am I gonna have to call and be like can we reschedule like you know because there's literally nothing you can do like right I, I have to take care of you you know yeah you're not happy then this podcast or whatever isn't going to happen whatever it may be but yeah but she fell asleep and that's the goodness of God (laughs) (laughs) we're here (laughs) as I'd say it takes uh dependence on God a whole new meaning gives that a whole new meaning because you're like I literally can't control this right now like for real I think you just have to like if I fight it I'm frustrated Mm -hmm. if I like if she is crying and stuff and I'm just like trying to get done everything I have to get done, I just stay frustrated. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I have to surrender my plan of how I thought this day was going to go. And how can I help you right now? How can I get you through it? You're at peace. 
And then when I do that, usually she gives up. Like today, she fell asleep and it worked out. And now I'm able to get other things done. But yeah, if I like try to stick to a plan, it honestly doesn't happen. So <laughs> it's just like we're surviving <laughs> over here. Okay. So leading with grace. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So once she Love falls it. asleep, then I mean, it's whatever I need to get done that day, whether it's around the house and then, and then it's, you know, working on clothing and, um, like you said, the book recently came out, so stuff for that, and um, I'm still writing music, and yeah, so doing all the things, a little bit of everything, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I actually found you because of your music, and uh, I mean, however long ago, I have no idea, but yeah, I, I remember following you because I was like, oh my gosh, I love what she's putting out, love all the things. And tell me if I'm wrong or, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I read somewhere that that was like stepping out of your comfort zone was actually singing it. Yes. Yeah. What happened with that? Yeah. It's cool to hear that that's how you got like in touch with me, but um, just because I don't feel like I hear that a lot anymore because I just haven't really like kind of had the time, honestly, to, to write and stuff. but. Yeah, when I was I'm trying to think, I think I was like 20. Um, I was backup dancing at the time. And I remember I was like laying in my bedroom, like in my bed. And it was like one of those where you're just kind of like, okay, like what is my life? I'm 20 years old. What am I going to do? You know? Yeah. And I remember just feeling like I heard the Lord say to me, like, if you could do anything, what would it be? Like, what would you do? And the first thing that came to my mind was sing like I was like I would love to sing and wow. I I didn't like grow up like I I was a part of like singing groups but there would be times where literally like I was in a choir and I had a solo and I remember I had a solo coming and literally in the middle of the song I was like no no, no I can't do it and I like hand the mic to my friend like that's right <laughs> like my time to sing um, that's truly how I felt about singing it just and I think it was um it was the fear of failure um Mm -hmm. like going off pitch you know it's just like how am I gonna you can't really get over that and I have always thought when people like can't sing and they think bad like that's always been funny to me so I think it's because I'm a critic you know like I'm like of myself like I would judge myself if I went off pitch or whatever um but when I said that to the Lord of like I I would sing it was like well why don't you and I remember being my voice like my voice isn't big enough like I don't I don't have a big voice and I just heard you have the voice that I want you to have and basically you have a choice of whether you use it or not but I gave you that voice for a reason and mm. so um we were about to go it was when I was back at dancing so we had a tour coming up and um I remember just feeling like uh, it was well it was my first tour that I had ever been on and so I didn't really know how tour worked especially a Christian tour like I didn't know what was the norm and so I remember just being like okay God like there's an opportunity to have some kind of church or something backstage or uh, like get all the girls together before a show and just worship or I'll do that like whatever it looks like like can I be a part of that and um, we were on tour with, with Toby Mac at the time and um, I remember 
I was asleep in my bunk and I was actually having a dream that Toby asked me to lead this thing called tour church, which I didn't know even what that was at the time. Um, tour church is where all the bands get together and have church together before like a show or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was having a dream that he asked me and I woke up and I looked at my phone and I had a text message from our tour manager and it said, Toby wants to know if you'll lead worship for tour church. Wow. And because I had just had that dream. It gave me the confidence to just say yes, because in my dream, I said yes, and I did it. And then I remember like saying yes and hopping out of my bunk and like, hitting the floor of the of the bus and be like what in the world did I just like like you know like just all the thoughts and and then it was like how did he know how did he know I sang like I didn't tell anybody any of that like mm-hmm. nobody knew um and I found out later that one of the other band member one of his band members recommended that I leave worship because she just knew I had a heart for worship and which I don't, again, I don't know how, I mean, I think that was Jesus, but yeah. Um, and so I started leading worship for tour church. And then from that point, some of, um, there's a guy named Keith who is in Toby's band, who was just like, whenever you're ready to like do your own music, like I would love to help you. And each time like that just gave me so much confidence and to just keep taking a step in that direction. And so, um, gradually I just then I started putting out my own music and I had people who surrounded me and helped me um there's the help again that you get you know yeah. <laughs> like let yeah. people help you you can't do it on your own um, yeah and yeah so that's kind of how it happened <laughs> I love that I love that and I'm a huge um dream person so the fact that like that was kind of a, a seed for you and I uh, I mean even a propeller for your faith or stepping out and saying yes. yes. Cause you're like, no, I, I literally cannot say no because yes. seconds earlier <laughs> I was dreaming about this. So this is kind of the Lord being like, yes. yeah, you ain't got no choice. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> we're about to do it. <laughs> so true. I remember like sitting down in that room where we had to church, just being like, like, what how did like, I get here? <laughs> how did I get here? Like, so how did I get you? But how many moments I've had since then like even getting on the podcast today it's like there are moments where I'm like god like I really don't feel like I have anything to say like I don't always feel confident you know I don't always feel ready to tell my story sometimes I'm having a bad day sometimes I can't get my baby to go to sleep you know and then I have to encourage somebody but I think that's just where his grace is so it just abounds because in these moments he just gives you stuff to say and ways to encourage and it's just him you know yeah and how often do you learn from other people's bad days yeah I mean those are the days I want to hear about because I need to know that my bad days are (laughs) normal yeah or okay or like my gosh I can't tell you how many times I've gotten up to speak and been like Lord if you don't show up yeah this ain't gonna happen like, I literally don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And then by the end of it, I'm like, okay, that was the best thing I've ever said. I have no clue what I said because the Lord just took over. Yes, that is so true. <laughs> there are so many times like, mom, what did I say? She's like, it was great. I'm like, great. It wasn't me. I promise it was not me. 
it was the Holy Spirit. Yes, that happens all the time. I love that. I love that though. That just kind of (laughs) speaks to the power of the Holy Spirit and whenever, and what happens whenever we are willing to just, just give up almost like our control or, or our fear of failure, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I am I have been classically trained to sing. I have been singing my whole life and I'm terrified, terrified to get on stage and sing. I will not. I won't. I won't do it. Well, this is your sign (laughs) that you can do it. When I read, I don't even, I have no clue where I read that, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of her because I can do it. (laughs) She did it. So anyway, (laughs) I was just thinking about that. I was so encouraged by that. So I'm glad. See, you didn't even, you didn't even try. Now you're going to get on stage and you're going to sing. Girl. I I was actually having a conversation with my mom yesterday because my mom has so much to give. I feel like, like just, she, like my mom is one of those people, I'm like, you open your mouth and like, I just get so much. And she, she's had for a long time, just felt like God has something for her to like Mm. step into, whether it's a podcast or a book or whatever and she's like but I just don't know I don't know that that's it and I don't know how like I was like mom literally all you have to do is just start like that is the biggest yeah. hurdle is just that first step just take it just do it like, yeah and go Nike on you like just do it <laughs> like, just do it yeah that's all and then it, the rest will follow absolutely first step. Well, shoot, I can't wait to see what she's got up her sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> me either. <laughs> so would you say that the the singing story kind of is mm-hmm. uh, where you feel like you may have been the least confident or is there something else that you can kind of think of that you were just like that season, oh, I was just not yeah. confident? Or was uh, that it? I was, no, that's not it. I would say that was actually like two years before that. Oh, okay. Before my like, sorry. Two years after that moment was the mo- my crashing point of like, okay, where, who am I? What, what am I? What am I doing? You know? Yeah. Um, and it was actually, I had just been in a four year relationship uh, with a guy. And honestly, the biggest thing is there was just not peace. Like there was, and I just kept trying to like fight for peace. And so it left me leaving, left, left me feeling so insecure all the Mm -hmm. time and um but that was so wrapped up in my job and um even our friends we had because it was so long everything was all in one and so for me it was like how how do I have a life outside of this because this is my life this is who I am like Mm -hmm. these friends don't know me apart from this person and um but I remember when I moved to Nashville, actually, um, I was sitting in my apartment and I really just felt like God was like, like, just let it go. Like all of it, like let go of the relationship, let go of the job. Wow. Um, I just moved. Um, and it was just kind of like, and at the time, like backup dancing was my dream. Like that was like a dream job. And, but it, everything was all in this one, you know, capsule and it felt like okay if I let go of this then I have to let go of this and if I let go of this and I have to let go of that and um and so that's why I held on for so long and I would just hold it so tightly and the day I remember specifically sitting on my bed in my Nashville apartment and going like God 
I let it go. Like I give, I give all this up. I'm not holding on to this anymore. And that was the most spring moment I've ever had in my life because letting go of all of that then allowed me to see who I was. And so mm. I was a girl at that time from the outside who didn't have a job, didn't have a boyfriend, didn't have any friends. And to the world, it'd be like, who are you? Um, but I remember God showing me a picture when I was a little girl and um, we had a little karaoke machine in our playroom. And I walk up to the karaoke machine and I pick up the mic and I look to the right and I say, I, and I look to the left and I say, love. And then I look center and I say, Jesus. And that was when I was like three or four years old. And it was, this is who you are. And it's not mm. about the mic in my hand. It wasn't about, um, it wasn't about even, yeah, it, it wasn't about the mic. It wasn't about the platform, but it was, this is who I am as a daughter. And at yeah. three or four years old, I knew that for the rest of my life, the most important thing I could ever do was tell the world how much I love Jesus because of how he has loved me. And so whether that's through clothing, whether that's through dancing, whatever it may be, through singing, through worship music, it was always going to be about him loving me. And I get to tell the world that's why I love him. And that's the most important thing I'll ever do. And in that, I found who I was. I found identity and confidence because it was no longer about me it was like mm -hmm. I don't I don't need all these things to tell me who I am anymore if I don't have a job so what like but the job will come and, yeah. and it all did like I remember at the end of that year looking back and like everything I thought I had ever wanted honestly was happening on the outside but I couldn't even see that because of the peace and the confidence and the joy and everything that God had done on the inside was so consuming that like it was like oh yeah that did happen oh yeah you're right like this opportunity did happen and I am oh wow I'm singing in front of people like well I always feared that but I didn't even think about how I feared that anymore because there was somebody and someone who I feared so much more and what he who he told me I was you know that it just it was the other it was so small it didn't even matter anymore so. yeah and you didn't have to force finding that piece it was there it was there instantly. Yes. Just like simply just letting go. And it was that small. Yes. Like I love the way um, I was listening to Judah Smith and he said, um, repentance is just that quiet. Yes. And it's like, mm. you don't even have to say anything. It can be so silent, but it's that yes. In your heart of God, like I choose you, I choose what you have. And I choose who you tell me I am, you know? So good. I, I feel like somebody needed to hear the let it go. Like mm -hmm. there are so many misplaced identities in especially those teens and twenties time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. insane, whether it's, you know, how you're talking about work, whether it's in a relationship. I mean, I talk to someone at least every other day that has a misplaced yeah. identity in a relationship. Yeah. And I have a, a similar kind of uh, a story that also has misplaced that identity and it feels yeah. so wrapped up and yeah. feels so connected. And it's like a, a web you can't unweave, but um, to not have to force that piece because of that silent yes, of that silent yeah. um, uh, repentance or willingness just to be like to the surrender. 
just to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, okay. And it okay. feels what's so odd is it feels like the harder thing to do. Like the let mm-hmm. go feels so hard. But I, I remember just like simply, I mean, just stop, like stop clenching my fist, like on all these things. And like that yeah. immediately, just the peace you feel like I hadn't felt that in years, you know, at the time. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I can breathe again. Yeah. What is this? What is this feeling? (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Hey, if you're enjoying Wild Confidence so far, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us. And we have some bonus content for you. We have a Patreon that you can join if you head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence. We have podcast bonuses. You get the episodes early, uh, free downloads, and some Enneagram extras that are just so much fun. And we have such a fun community over there. So I would love for you to join us there and support the podcast so we can stay wild at patreon.com forward slash wild confidence. Now, whenever you're thinking about like, okay, so your confidence kind of went from a low to a high, <laughs> you, you feel this peace, you feel this uh, permission almost to just let go and uh, everything that you had let go kind of came back, right? In a, in a more healthy way, a more Christ-centered yeah. way, whether that's work yeah. or friendships or whatever. Yeah. And because of all the amazing things that you've done, has your confidence ever wavered in these times and how do you stay calm? What are some tools that you have um, that help you stay confident? Sure. Um, I would say, yes, I'm human. So (laughs) confidence, I'm not going to lie. Like things still affect me, but um, actually in thinking about, I knew this podcast what's going to be about confidence and so it's kind of like okay it's been a while since I've been there like to that to that kind of place where I'm just like oh my gosh I don't know who I am I have moments you know when my jeans don't fit I have a moment you know (laughs) it's like sure and I'm a woman so we all feel that and go through that but um but I just, I think the biggest thing is reminding myself to just simply look at Jesus. When I'm looking at myself, I will find things. I will find reasons to not be confident. I will find mm-hmm. things in my own self that I can be insecure about. And, um, but when I look at Jesus, when I look at what he's done in my life, when I look at even now after having a baby and you know, my body changed so much. So I remember like right after a lot of people were asking me, how are you dealing with your body changing? You know, and I hadn't really thought about it until they asked that. And then I was like, oh, you're right. My body is changing. Like, (laughs) what am I going to do about that? You know, and, and even now, like after having her, you know, my pants, the stuff that I wore before doesn't fit now. I have a new body and um but when I look at there's a difference when I look at my body and go oh it's not the same you know something's wrong or I can look at the life that Jesus brought out of my body and what he did and mm-hmm. then I'm like shoot nothing can come at me you know yeah. it's not at me but it's that it's that the goodness of God and what he created my body to do and yeah he created my body to give life and that gives me incredible confidence and so I think it just, it's just 
where are you looking? You know, what if if I'm feeling insecure, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's because I'm looking at myself. It's yeah. not because I'm looking at him. Um, and so I actually because I knew this, I these are like things that I keep on my mirror that are like they're they're actually scriptures and stuff, but they're like since you said tools, I was like, I got some tools. Yes, so yes. I wrote down some verses that I go to, and um, the first one I'm going to read is Ephesians three twenty, and it says, "Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and your, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for His constant." For his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Um, and then this one is Ephesians 3, 16 through 17. It says, I pray that he will unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his mm. divine might and explosive power. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. I have a lot, but those are a couple of my favorites. And I think just, I love the very end of that one where it says the life of Christ will be released deep inside you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. And I feel like that is what happened to me when I became confident was the resting place of his love became the very source and root of my life. So good. that's, That's it. That's where I, that's where I get, when I feel insecure, that's where I go back to. Okay, yeah. God, you are my resting place. That's where I find my strength. That's my source of life and where I find my confidence. So. And you have those on your mirror. I do. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, I do. So you get to look at those every single day. Every single day. <laughs> yes. And that's why I did that. Because yeah. Like, I get to walk in here and you know, my phone's in front of me all the time. So why would I not put this in front of me all the time? And this one's much more life-giving. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You do not have to deal with all the things that social media give you whenever you replace yes. it with scripture, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I love that because it also shows like whenever you're looking at your reflection, you know, usually I'm always thinking like first thing in the morning, I look in the mirror and I'm like, wolf. <laughs> but if you have scripture there, it's almost like you can't do that because you have to like, yes. no, no, no. I have to look at a child of God right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. not looking. Which I didn't at, even think about, I, that's funny you said that because I, when I did that, I didn't even think about the fact that I was putting it on the place that I look at myself, you know, but now you yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that is, it just happened that way. But I, I think that's a great place for anyone to put the things that they need to be reminded of is right on your mirror. Right on your mirror. Right where you're going to see it every <laughs> right single day. Yeah. Or on the background of your phone or whatever. I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I have the armor of God checklist on my mirror and I kind of, awesome. I'm brushing my teeth and I'm like going through the, <laughs> the list. But I'm do you like, do it? Do you I know do I'm about to. That? Yeah fight something today so I better get ready I got armor up something's gonna come at me I already know it if, I, if I'm trying to advance the kingdom something's gonna happen and I need to be ready <laughs> look you gotta be on, on high alert 
<laughs> but I put that on my mirror because I'm like, you know what? It's kind of like getting ready. It's like you're doing, you do your makeup, you get ready for the day physically. So you need to do the same thing spiritually. Yes. Yep. I'm just thinking of you like, uh, you know, younger, trying to figure it all out and asking God, like, okay, who am I? What's going on? All this stuff. And I'm like, okay, what would you tell her? Like, what advice would you tell your younger self specifically to you, your younger self? I think there's a lot of things I would tell myself, but because of that kind of point that I talked about of just hitting my, my breaking point, um, I think I would tell my younger self that there's going to be a lot of things that try to tell you who you are throughout life and a lot of people even friends and um things you do whether it's sports or awards or all these things can can try to tell you who you are the most important thing you'll ever 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 be is his Mm -hmm. and to find great confidence in that and don't worry about being anything else just be his I'm literally and everything will flow out of that. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, I was actually listening to um, a message the other day and the pastor was talking about how um, calling doesn't birth identity. Identity births calling. Yes. And it's something so simple. And I think we all know that, but it, you know, when we live in a world where calling is so loud and, what you're doing is constantly in your face people that's the first thing people ask so what do you do you know when mm-hmm. you somebody what do you do yeah and so you feel this like expectation to perform or to be something and um but what if we just said <laughs> I'm his like that's enough yeah. I'm enough is is being his own so can you imagine if we literally started doing that like Oh, what do you do? Oh, I uh, glorify the kingdom and I'm a child yeah. of God. What do you do? <laughs> I actually, you know what? People I would be like, so much. I know someone actually told me that in that season where I was like, I don't really feel like I like have anything I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. it was actually, it was when, um, this was when I was 18 and was trying to figure out if I was going to go to college and all this and all my friends were going to college. And I was like, I just don't feel like that's what God has for me. And I remember going up to my bedroom, laying on my bedroom floor and being like, God, what am I doing with my life? And I said, can you just give me one word? Like, I just need one word of direction. Mm. And I remember hearing the word serve. And, um, and so I started working as a nanny. I actually started working at Chick-fil-A. And every day when I would go to Chick-fil-A, I was like, God, this is not my dream. Like, why <laughs> am I here? But those moments I wouldn't trade for anything because it all led me to where I am now and not physically I'm not talking about you know any kind of platform or anything like that but just simply a peace in my heart and in my mind and a rest that being his is enough yeah so I mean it it, being his unlocks the power of heaven inside you like that's Mm -hmm. insane (laughs) but why even need anything else yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, I'm thinking about the disciples, like 
I mean, that's kind of what I want to be known for is being a disciple. And that's how they would introduce themselves. Like, oh, I'm a disciple of Jesus of Nazareth or, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I need to start saying. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> disciple. And yeah. these are the ways that I do that. Yes. Yeah. Like, so simple. It often, like, stresses me out because people, when people ask me, what do you do? I'm like, well, honestly, like, Pick I do one. a lot of things. But then that sounds funny to say I do a lot of things. But I don't mean that in any way. But I just mean, like, it comes out in a lot of different forms. Like, yeah. But it's all to share Jesus. I just, mm-hmm. like, I love that. I'm a disciple. I get to share the goodness of Jesus with everyone that I, yeah. That I meet. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I love that you said the most important thing you'll ever be is his, like you've said it a couple of times and I want to reiterate it because that is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So repeat it over and over. put that on your mirror, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially yeah. if you're an Enneagram three and listening to this, yeah. Are you, what's your Enneagram? Do you know? I'm a six with a wing seven. Oh. But- yeah but it took me a while to figure that out because I feel like I can relate to I think that's pretty normal but I felt like I could relate to like some of the different ones like in a three. Oh, for sure yeah well and um it's all the stress and growth path with the six nine and three are all connected so that's not go. yeah it's not uncommon to to feel that as well but um but I'm just thinking about threes because I'm an Enneagram coach. So some of my mind just automatically goes Enneagram. And Are you a three? No, I'm a two wing three. Okay. So I have a little bit of helper, three, right? But yes, to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> I have to uh, align myself all, all the time or else I will just spread myself way too thin. But I'm thinking like, if this was on mirrors, all over the place. The most important thing you'll ever be is his. If people will put that on their mirror and read that every single day, the fear of rejection or the fear of failure or all of these fears I mean, of, of one of the ones that you were talking about, talking about letting people help you, that's a fear of mine. Mm-hmm. So like putting all of these fears will kind of melt away mm-hmm. if you just remember the most important thing mm-hmm. that you'll ever be, that you'll ever root your identity in. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I want to kind of touch on the reason too, I didn't want anybody to help me. I realized was like a, a deep rooted, like I almost wasn't worthy of being helped. Like mm. what I was doing wasn't important enough to get help. And it was how I saw myself. And so yeah, I just want to say that because like it, for me, I didn't really realize that that's what it was, was like a thing of like, I don't deserve help and that's a lack of confidence in just being his and like you know I just I don't want to be like that so I know there's other people who probably deal with that that. (laughs) absolutely you're 100% right and I'm glad you said that because I know someone needs to hear that as well for sure (laughs) um so you have just given us so much wisdom and um things to think about and chew on and pray over So the best thing that we know how to do with our community is pray for you. That's how we kind of pour back in as well as we can. So how can we specifically pray for you? 
Well, I would say just pray for, hmm. <laughs> pray for just my ministry. I think just being able to, um, be a mom and also <laughs> embrace things that are coming. I think that I feel like God continues to open doors for things, but um, in my humanness, I'm like, how am I going to do all that? And so yeah. um, I think just pray for, for the goodness of God and the, the message of grace to just be able to be poured out and more people to hear it. And whether that's, you know, just for the kingdom of God as a whole, not just for my my mouth, but just as a whole for the grace of God to just be poured out. So. Yeah, absolutely. We can pray for that and an expansion of your threshold. If you have any doubt of how it's mm-hmm. going to happen, we're just praying for that threshold to expand <laughs> because it's going to happen. It's going to be amazing. Whatever God has. Thank you. And anybody who wants to keep up with you can follow Hey Lainey Renee on Instagram and LaineyRenee.com for the book and merch and all the things and all, and that's yeah. the place, right? Yeah, that's the place. <laughs> Love it. <That's> perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It has been Thank so you. much fun getting to know you. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.